All right, <clears throat> I think we should start with a Black Friday Roundup! Throwing that lasso around the Black Friday deal doggies. We're wrestling to the ground, we're grabbing by the horns, we're branding them on the A, and we're saying 40% off your A, 50% off your A, 90% off your A. I'll go first. I got a new lightning cable, $7 down from 11 <laughs> I got a hand crossbow from gunsandammo.com, 70% off, $69.99. Hey, Randy, ever heard of William Tell? Oops, missed the apple. I got a USB thumb drive, 64 gigabytes. Let me hear that price. $13.99, down from $25. You're never going to believe these savings. 50 cents each, I bought 13 black bob wigs from temu.com. We're remaking the Alejandra Lady Gaga music video for the OnlyFans, so... <laughs> I got a light-up mechanical keyboard, $73, down from $83. Wow. Listen to this, listen to this. Daddy. Imagine when I hook it up to the laptop. But for now, I'm having so much fun, I don't even need a laptop. Darby took away my laptop. I got a Punisher-style American flag paintball face mask. $40. Down from 80. That's 50% off. Uh-huh. Oh, my gee. Shout out to Carlton for that one. I know he gave you a great Black Friday deal. Is it salty on the inside? I just thought with the tears. It's a little salty. I figured it was a good cause. I want to raise money for Carlton's kids, his charity, you know, and I figured I could double, dual, you know, multi-purpose, use it in the OnlyFans. It's all tax write-off. Absolutely. And no, and, and I know Carlton really did appreciate it, and I know his kids, all those grown men he lives with now, really do appreciate it as well. God bless them, and God bless America, and God bless Black Friday. Oh, I got another one for you here. Samsung external SSD. That's a solid-state drive. Get your head out of the gutter. $125 down from $350. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can't even believe that. That's what Dennis actually said when he found out I used his credit card to buy it. Are you kidding me, Tim? Autofill, autofill, autofill. I'm telling you right now, Dennis, if I were you, I'd be PO'd if I didn't buy it. Because I was going to buy it either way, Dennis. So, like, I either bought it with the Black Friday deal or with no deal. So, I saved you $200. Dennis falls into a category of people that I like to call Black Friday deniers. Some people just want to watch the world be. We know this. Some people see a father feeling good and they say no that's not allowed they say no. you can't no. wear that swimsuit it's too small you'll never make it rolling down that hill in that wheelchair no one wants to see jack a for dads no although ted gosh that was such a good idea because the thing about the problem with jack a on mtv is that it's it's sons it's all sun sons energy, johnny yeah. knoxville girl bam margarine big man boff the main thing that really bothered me about it is, in classic son fashion, the stuff they're doing is just not that impressive compared to what a dad goes through. I've never seen those boys push down a hill into a trash barn by their wife's two boyfriends while they're being whipped with jock straps. I've never seen that. Oh, I'm going to jail a horse and drink it. Haha, <laughs> 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 funny. Try spoon feeding Pastor Peepy. When he just shows up on your doorstep and he just says, I have nowhere to go. I'm a little baby bird, ma ma ma. Ma ma ma, I need you to chew it up for me. Yeah. Oh, someone's going to stand on my crotch. It's like, well, how about living in a 
pond drinking trash water. I've never seen Stevie O do that before. Oh, I got another one. A uh, USB-C cable, which will be very exciting for when I get the new iPhone that uses a USB-C. I got a replica Link Legend of Z sword again from temu.com two dollars what a deal wait ted we're forgetting the biggest black friday deal of all what my inflatable viking ship no although how much did you get that from temu 394 dollars that is really good i was gonna say the biggest black friday deals of all was we got into the best Everybody. Tep Talk, your number one source for tap news, information, and gossip, and vengeance, and justice being served once and for all in the return of the rightful kings to the Best Buy. This has been <laughs> one of the greatest Black Fridays of all time. Folks, we did it. We GD did it. We, we did, did it. it. It's a Black Friday <laughs> it's miracle. It's a Black Friday miracle. They said it couldn't be done. They said it wouldn't be done. They said there's no way in H they said you that they would ever done. let us in. But oh, folks, we have so much to talk about today. We have to do a really deep dive on some particularly slanderous stuff that's been going up on Mac rumors lately. I'm really excited to take this on and, mm. and then probably file a lawsuit against them later today because the stuff, some of the stuff they're publishing is is actionable, legally actionable. Definitely. And we're going to be talking about iOS 17.2, but we look, there's just, what can I say victory lap, Ted. Victory lap. We gotta take it. You and I crossed a threshold that we ne'er thought we shall again. I told him. He said, "Tim, you're never getting in the Best Buy. You're never getting in the Best Buy." And I said, "Randy, you gotta sleep eventually." Mm-hmm. Ended up when he was sleeping, they just locked it. But uh, he did something even worse than sleep. Go on his pre-wedding, pre-honeymoon. Uh, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, shout out Donna. Shout out Donna. By the way, I mean Donna. Can I just say honorary dad? Yeah, Donna, honorary dad for taking Randy away from his sacred. Post just in time for us to Trojan horse our way back through those pearly gates. Uh, folks, longtime listeners will know that Randy banned us for some reason. I can't remember why. No, no one really does. Sometimes time just forgets things. History moves on and, and we're left with a set of circumstances and truths yet not knowing how they were ever procured. And there, you know, in the stark reality is the truth that you and I have been banned <laughs> from Best Buy up until yesterday. <laughs> Which has, frankly, been fine because the parking lot's the real Best Buy anyway. But, you know, the thing is, as long as the king was on his throne, his resources were impregnable. As long as the pooch did perch upon the puffy cushion, certain meeses and mices, cats and daddies could not get through the threshold. But alas, every pooch must chase a bone eventually. And thank you, Donna, for being that bone. Oh, baby, Donna was the big juicy steak we threw to the junkyard dog. Although I guess she was the one who threw the steak. I guess the steak was technically Donna saying, Randy, I think we need to get out of town for a weekend so that we can strengthen our relationship before our wedding. That's what Darby told me. But regardless, she threw the steak and that doggy sniffed, sniffed, sniffed and wafted away on a floating breeze of stank. Donna... I doff my fedora to thee. I wish thee all the luck in the world. I'm jealous that you've seen so close what Randy's haircut actually looks like. Yeah. The blemishes and the triumphs. How close the fade is and where it poofs out. And I also want to just take this opportunity to say, you know, I, I, I'm guilty of saying in the past, you know, Donna... 
I knew Mrs. Ramirez, and you, ma'am, are no Mrs. Ramirez. And I want to yes, shout out. I want to say Ramirez. that came from a place of hurt. You know, Mrs. Ramirez was so close with us, and it's hard when two friends get a divorce and you're sort of stuck in the middle. Yeah, you don't know who to choose. Throws off your whole friend yeah. group, you know. And I, I think I just felt really defensive of Mrs. Ramirez, obviously. And so I, I will admit to being a little cold. I will admit to not really thinking that you were, I don't know, good enough, I guess, for Randy. But I gotta say, Donna, keep it up like this, and uh, we might have a new Mrs. Ramirez on our hands. Steve, now that's quite a statement. Well, but, I'm just um, saying. Shout out Mrs. Ramirez. Shout out Mrs. Ramirez. I mean, she's still the best. She's still great. She's I think I'll great, say this really, about truly. Donna. How about yeah, this? Okay. Donna was forged in the fire of managerial responsibilities. Mm, right, So yeah. she gets it. Yeah. Right? You know, she was the manager of the BB and Beyond. Yeah. Until it got sieged by the mummies. Yeah, and the bankruptcy and the, yeah. The, the By the way, the stuff they're doing over there is fascinating. They've got a whole little society. They're testing out some new political theories. Well, you know, like, I, I don't think this sort of system really does work in America. I don't think that, you know, that all the mummies can expect, you know, free settees and bathroom skirting for that long. I, I think someone has to work for it. I don't know where it's going to wind up, but what they've built over there, sort of a cashless, bartering type, like... I just can't imagine being in that many committees, you know? It's a lot of work, you know? But I got to hand it to them. I mean, I'm not allowed in the parking lot over there, obviously, just because they say I don't really uphold their values. Mm. They try to keep out the element that might undermine their system, you know? And that is one thing that I actually do understand is, you know, shout out Randy, actually. This speaks to the Best Buy. It's like you do kind of have to have internal ideological coherence, for yes. a political system to work. So it's like, even though the mommies and the Bed Bath & Beyond can be quite cruel, I see where they're coming from. You have to sort of have a hard line. For a utopia to work, you have to have a certain control. Yeah, you have to have a certain sort of ideological hegemony. Yeah, right. Any dissident spark within that ecosystem must be thoroughly stamped out. Otherwise, you will get an eternal rot. Yeah. And it is enjoyable to watch them throw one of the dissidents literally out into the parking lot. I've enjoyed watching yeah, that. Yeah, and, and the rest of them do seem happy. I mean, you know, a lot of them have left their families now and just live there, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Divorce, not just for dads anymore. No, it's for everyone. I mean, well, here's the thing that nobody wants to talk about. You know, everyone says like, oh, Bed Bath & Beyond, we have a sort of a, a peaceful society. You know, everything is decided by committee and everything is mutually enacted. It's a direct democracy and all that. And I think like, yes... But you do have the psycho dads from the Home Depot and the Lowe's acting as your enforcers. And I think that's the part yeah. that's kind of ugly, where it's like, you, the leaders of the Bed Bath & Beyond sort of commune, don't have to be violent. But you have violence on hand when you need it. Well, that's what they say, you know. A government is whoever has the monopoly on violence. And the Home Depot dads, with their, you know, pickups... Yeah, and their two-by-fours. ...provide that coherence for the BB and Beyond mummies, to have their ecosystem, to have their systems. Yeah. You know, there must be the dagger of Damocles hanging over that system. No, absolutely. There are too many style of paper towel holder for there to be ever be consensus. Upright, self-loading, sideways. No, on, absolutely. And I think the mommies at Bed Bath & Beyond would be first to admit that they don't see eye-to-eye with the Home Depot and the Lowe's, the construction dads, the DIY dads. They've got a little bit more of a straight-up totalitarian thing going on over there. Shout-out Greg, who runs that sort of cabal. But it's like they do share a sort of alternative vision to the mainstream retail model. And like when you're forging a political system that goes against the grain of the greater community... You know, oftentimes you find yourself making allies where you can. Let's say the Bed Bath & Beyond, they're out of 
bins, storage bins, you know, they typically, they might have gone to Joanne Fabric to get those or Michael's, but they're blocked out now. Joanne's and Michael's want nothing to do with them politically. Yeah, I mean, you can't always choose allies when the opposition is so set against you. Well, and with Joanne's blockading them like that. Oh, they're completely surrounded. They've got Joanne's on one side and Michael's on the other side. They've got no inroad. If they didn't have the Home Depot dads with their giant trucks and their two-by-fours just standing around getting ready to whack anyone's A who gets in the way, like, they wouldn't have any supplies at all. So, you know, I, I get what they're going for. And I respect it, but it's never, it, it won't It's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, and I no. think, I mean, shout out Power Vacuum, shout out Lack of Structure. Look at what just happened to the Best Buy. I mean, <laughs> Donna says, hey, we need to take this trip. Randy says, oh, I'm nervous. You know, she says, hey, Horace can handle it. It's one weekend. Well, <laughs> famous last words, Horace can handle words. it. So folks, I don't want to go into too much detail, but just, just briefly, Black Friday, last Friday, you and I were sort of near the Best Buy, coincidentally. Yeah, we were close by the Best Buy because you remember last week, folks, that we were about to enact a bit of a uh, a take back of the P-Lot plan yes, yes. that involved us sort of going under sea. As a pair of beggars, yeah. As a pair of beggars. We would take off our vestments of regality and join the common crowds. Just to take the temperature. Just to take the temperature because uh, we need to get some intel before we eventually overthrow Mike and Nate. <laughs> to put back on Petesla Fest. Yes, that's right. The plan is afoot. <laughs> Soon enough, the traitorous Mike and Nate will bow before my steel, or um, whatever it is they make phone chargers out of. Plastic, I guess. But for now, we bide our time. We take the lay of the land. We find where the high ground is, and we plan our strike accordingly. And it was in this position that we were mm, in front of the Best Buy once again. Yes, yeah, so Black Friday had rolled around, and we had already done quite a bit of shopping. We stayed up all night shopping just to get the deals online, obviously. Yes, wait till midnight, of course. And uh, right around dawn, Kyle brought you by Costa del Padres. Thank you for coming inside, by the way. I know that's not easy for you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'm sorry about Marvin. He just, he's just excited to see you. You know, that's why he kind of drools that way. It wasn't just how he sleeps. Well, I think that too. He also drools when he sleeps. And the problem Mm. is like ever since I sat on him while he slept, he now he really can't sleep without me sitting on him. You know, right, so yeah. anyway, so I'm sorry. He was kind of wet. No, 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 it makes sense. It's totally fine. But it fine. smells less damp, right, in the in the halls? Yeah. I'm, look, I haven't been there for a while, obviously, because I do believe it is a highly demonic place and fully haunted on America's top list of haunted places. Shout out Casa del Padre. But uh, I did protect myself. I put on my regalia of magical power, my vestments of protection, and I made a prey to Steve, guide me and Linguini, uh, propel me forward before I entered. So I was fine. I was psychically and cosmically protected from any demonic or bad energy before I walked in. But it does it does send a chill up your spine because we're human. We're dads. You know, we feel the shared humanity in that place or the lack of. But it was from there that we did venture out. Yeah. How did you like my beggar's outfit, by the way? Very festive. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, Darby's big Garfield sleeping shirt. And I you messed it up, ripped it a bit. Messed right? it up a lot. Yeah. I, I, I went out into the courtyard and I, I I'm lucky actually because there's a lot of rugby dads here at Costa del Padres. Mm. And yeah, none of them can play rugby, obviously. But me going out in the courtyard wearing the giant Garfield sleeping shirt and saying, I bet no one here knows how to play rugby. And then, oh, they were on me like 
flies on S. So that got me pretty dirty, and then I just put a flower sack on my head. You like my outfit? I mean, uh, did I like your outfit? Yes. I looked like an idiot next to you. You had an actual medieval replicas.com peasant's robe. Absolutely. Thank you, medievalcollectibles.com, for giving me that sweet, sweet linen. When, and shout out Kyle, by the way, your stepbrother. Thanks for picking us up. Uh, you know what? I did not expect him to have a hybrid vehicle. I didn't either. I thought he'd have like a four-wheeler. Yeah, I mean, but the thing with Kyle is he really does love fuel economy. You know, he loves sure, a good deal. Yeah. He's a yeah, businessman. He's man. so smart. I said to him, I was like, you know, hey, um, if you're, if you're so interested in fuel economy, Kyle, you could trade in this POS Honda CRV hybrid for a Tesla. And um, I didn't catch what he said. What was he, he said something under his, I didn't, I didn't hear him. Oh, as soon as you're out of warranty, you're out of luck. Maintenance on those things is just expensive is the thing itself uh, and they don't let you go out of shop blah 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 yeah I was like Kyle stop mumbling and also don't be embarrassed if you can't afford a Tesla we're not all as rich as Ted that is true it's a burden I carry I think Kyle is really rich though he's up there yeah I hope he liked my business ideas I think he liked them and also, Ted, he understands, like, all those times I butt-dialed him. Those were butt-dials, right? He gets that? Definitely. I was like, oh, my gosh, I've called him so many times by accident. No, because that'd be pathetic. Anyway, so you guys picked me up. And, uh, Ted, amazing cover from you when you were like, oh, we're going to do LARPing with my stupid LARPing friends. Because I was like, you know, we have to play this whole taking back the parking lot thing so close to our chest. And we have to be cool. And there's nothing cooler than LARP. I think so. And I also think like, look, I trust Kyle like with my life. If Kyle knew about our secret plan to seize power back from Mike and Nate and, and destroy them and take back our kingdom in the Petco parking lot, like mm. I would trust Kyle. My concern is just that Kyle obviously spends a lot of time with your dad. And I'm sorry to Ted, don't take it the wrong way. I don't trust your dad at all. Oh, um. I just think he's had a history of like kind of sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong. I get that. Yep. I, so anyway, all that is just to say, I was really smart of you to tell Kyle like, oh yeah, you can just drop us off across the street from the Best Buy. We're just going to do LARPing. Little did he know we were undercover to take back our kingdom. And Marvin was with us, by the way. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle, for giving Marvin a a lift as well. You didn't have to do that. We could have made him walk. Darby needed some alone time in the apartment anyway, just because hashtag too many dads. So yeah, besides Marvin there coughing, you and I had a very auspicious moment. Yeah. As we took in what we'd been missing for the last few months. I didn't even plan to go to the Best Buy parking lot. No. You know, I don't care about Thomas, obviously. Randy's been very on top of the whole banning thing. And like, you know, we just have our priorities here. We got to get all the snakes out of the Petco parking lot. We got to begin mm. our scheme. But then, I, I mean, we looked in the Best Buy parking lot and it was a madhouse. You forget when you're away from Black Friday just what it does to dads. <sighs> you forget that energy. You forget mm. that wild essual, carnal, primal energy. From the darkest halls of our ancient ancestors, something moves within us dads that we didn't know was in our DNA. We're called from beyond. Yeah. You know, the great old ones of Best Buy, they sit on their ancient thrones in a perpetual slumber and without even knowing it, they bring the flute of deals to their tentacled mm. lips and blast. And something in us shudders, or is it a dance? 
But it does call us to the blue and yellow. It's like the way, you know, as civilized humans, we sit around a campfire and we hear the call of a coyote. And mm. there's something deep inside us, something from a long lost time that still shudders, that innermost primal instinct that still fears, even though consciously we know we have nothing to fear. We know that we could kick the A of a coyote now because we're smarter than the cavemen were. We could just blast it with an S gun. Yeah, or like a bazooka or something like that. But it's like there's yeah. still that caveman instinct in us that says, ooh, I remember. I remember something, something forgotten. I remember the feeling of fear. I remember something so much more profound and so much more true than my life itself. And that is like feeling that energy, that radiant energy off the Best Buy with the thronging dads in the parking lot and also the smell. Mm. A lot of Old Spice, the smell of pressed fedora. I don't know about you, Tim, but for a moment I wasn't me. I was just one of many. I just felt drawn. We just, honestly, if it weren't for Marvin saying, Tim, watch out, you know, I would have just walked right into traffic. I was pulled with all the dads moving shambling-like in a shuffling sort of day of the day sort of situation towards the blue and yellow. It calls. Like salmon upstream. Yeah. And 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 it was, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to feel that pull, you know, and seeing Thomas there reading a stupid book and seeing Grady's RV, just sort of the way that it just sort of eats light. Yeah. And when you and I plonked our little feetsies back on that sacred asphalt, I felt a shiver go through my spine. That was when I heard it. Mm. It started as a whisper, almost emerged out of the collective consciousness. It bubbled up out of the mass mind. I I heard these words, like disconnected, floating syllables around me. Randy's Randy's not here. Randy's not here. I sort of felt like I was waking from a dream. I said, wait, wait what was that, Ted? What did you, what, did you just hear that? And uh, with my cupped hand, I did listen around me at the dads. Upon their lips was... A virus-like Randy's message passed from Randy's one to the here. other. Randy's not here. Randy's not here. Randy's not here. Where's Randy? He's not here. Randy's not here. I thought to myself, surely I'm D-ing, dissociating, or having an A-H, oral hallucination. But no, I suddenly realized that this was not just the, the bubbling up of an innermost wish, a most hidden and suppressed desire. This was, in fact, word. This was thought given voice. This was a phrase being spoken louder and louder. And I turned to someone. I said, what did you just say? What did you just say? Yeah, I shook that guy. You even called him fool of a took. Yes. And then he threw up and I turned around and asked someone else, what did you say? And Hawk, that dad, did say unto us, Haven't you heard, sir? Haven't you heard? Randy's not here today. I mean, that's not how he sounded, but that was very much the feeling it had. The pooch is absent. Randy is not here for Black Friday. Can you believe? Can you believe? And I said, surely you jest, surely you jape. <laughs> Speak not these words. For... If they are a lie, they are a cruel lie indeed. And I started running around to the dads and grabbing them and saying, Is it true? Can it be true? Can it be true? And one by one they said, Randy's not here. Randy's not here. Randy's not here. Randy didn't come in today. Randy didn't come in today. And finally I threw back my cowl, my flower sack, and I said, Silence! Is it true that Randy did not come in on Black Friday? And with a resounding, shambling, shuffling, yes. The dads did all say to us what we had waited to hear for many a year. He's gone. He's gone. Shout out Donna. Thank you, Donna. Yes. I remember I ran to Thomas and I said, Thomas, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? And Thomas just kind of shrugged. Well, he's useless. And I said, well, what are we all waiting for? And I heard a voice, a soft voice, mm. more of a kitten than a dog, saying, because you're banned. And I turned and I saw 
<laughs> the mewling, simpering face of Horace. Brandy's second in command. It was kind of exactly like when Sauron sends out that man with the big, beautiful teeth. He was the mouth of Randy. Yeah, shout out. And, I mean, the crowd parted. This pathway just emerged between you and me on one end in the parking lot and the mouth of Randy Horace at the gate. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Ted, there's something funny about power. Power is bestowed. Power is given by the masses. It's given by belief. Randy wields power because we give it to him. And he also... He is the manager. Yeah, he does have that authority. But with Randy gone, we walked up to Horace and I said, What did you just say, Horace? And he said, uh, Tim, now I don't want any trouble today. I <laughs> Tim, please, uh, is that you, Ted? Is that you underneath that sack? Please, Randy gave me specific instructions. You guys are still banned. This is a big day for me. He's never out of town, you know, because he's always worried that I can't handle it. But I, well, I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to him that I can handle it. I'm going to prove to him. And I, I put my fingers up to his lips and kind of yeah. in his mouth there just because I, over, I overshot. Me too. And I said, shush. Shush. <laughs> Horace, these fathers behind me. They're coming into the Best Buy. For without these fathers, you have no Black Friday. Yet these fathers move because we say they move. These dads shall not step one foot further. They shall not whip out their wife's boyfriend's credit cards. They shall not prance around Best Buy and buy 4K OLED screens. Unless we decree. And at this point I went up and I sort of gently stroked Horace's face in a way that was, I think, intimidating. And um, I did get my fingers in his mouth again a little bit just because he needs to work on shutting his mouth. And I said to him, Horace, <laughs> the way I see it, there are two stories here that Randy will be reading about come Monday. One story says, a very successful Black Friday. Many deals had a record number of purchases. No incident was reported. The other says, a wild mob of fathers tore down the doors to the Best Buy and ransacked the place because they were not allowed in. Now, which would you like to report, Horace? Which would you like to report? Horace, Horace, Horace. You want Black Friday to be a success while your boss is gone? Hmm? Then you must make amends with Tim and I. And uh, Horace... He started to say something, and we just kind of pushed him over and ran inside. Yeah. And that was it. That sort of started the uh, the rush. Slash, it had already sort of started before we started talking. Some of the dads just started going in. Yeah, they weren't really being very reverential. And a lot yeah. of them weren't banned, to be honest. Part of it was a bit of a bluff on our part. You know, we just wanted Horace to think we had all the dads on our side. But, you know, once they start rushing the gates, there's just nothing you can really do. And can I just be honest? I hate a lot of those dads who are there. Yeah, no, I hate them too. There were a lot of, you know, Black Friday dads. You know, it's like people who only go to church on Christmas. Christmas and, and uh, New Year's. Yeah, where are you when the deals aren't on? Yeah, where are you when you're like, I need to buy a new charger at full price. In fact, maybe even marked up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, out of deference. Yeah, so we just pushed Horace over, because the thing is, he is literally a pushover. As soon as I crossed that threshold, I think I came back alive a little. I remembered something I'd lost in my bones. I saw that happen. It was like your face de-wrinkled. You were like a babe again. You were but like a child. I saw you come alive in a way I haven't before. You walked through stooped-shouldered, hunched down, trying to hide, and then... As you emerged across the threshold onto that blue carpet, I saw your little toes crinkle around it. Yeah, I had my shoes off. It was like an energy pulse went from the carpet up to your shins and then up through your naughty bits and into your chest and, and, 
and you blossomed. I came alive. Your arms were just above your head and you ran in straight into the Beats by Dre display. Yeah, yeah. They, well, Randy, shout out, Randy. I hate what he's done with the place. He's rearranged it terribly. No. Beats by Dre there? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't tell it was just so nice to be in the Best Buy with you again. It was amazing. It was magical to be back. And what a joyful sight it was, Ted. It was a sea of fedoras. I mean, fathers fighting over the Song Remains the Same Led Zeppelin DVD box set that they already own a copy of, but they're buying another one for some reason. You saw dads playing with, tapping, scrolling, breaking the iPhones on display. I saw one dad just had a hammer out, and he just went down the line. Bang, 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 bang. All the screens. Stress testing. And you know, Ted, some things never change. The way the security, they were on us so fast, they said, sir, please take that iPad out of your jacket. And I said, it's not a jacket, it's a robe. I'm but a mere peasant. And he said, Tim, just give me the iPad back. I saw people just throwing Nintendo Switches on the floor and stomping them. I saw someone had brought some laundry to try to do in the washing. I saw somebody take the air purifier out of its box and roll it around on the floor. Marvin went straight for the Legos. Yeah, well, he's really into Ninjago. He grabbed the Disney Pixar Up house. He grabbed the medieval blacksmith set. He, he actually grabbed the NASA space shuttle. I was like, Marvin. You'll never put that together. You're no, I mean, it's a really hard one. And then, oh, even Darby showed up. Can you believe that? It was pretty amazing when those doors blew back and that air came through and just rustled his hair. And he just, like, Dreamweaver just stepped oh, inside. every dad. Every dad turned. Every dad turned. He's hot. Throwback to the olden days, you know? It just was like, oh, my gosh, the gang's all here. And shout out Darby, you know? He likes to pretend like he's moving on and better. But the allure of those deals even worked on I'm so woke now, Darby. Yeah, even Darby had to be like, well, we do need a TV since... Our old one got that virus downloaded, Tim. Horace was just there tapping us on the shoulder saying, please, please, Tim and Ted, you got to go. Come on, come on. Don't push us any further. And I said, Horace, it's fine. I get it. We're going to get out of your hair. Just let us in the loading dock and we'll be out of here. And his face went white. Mm. And he said, oh, gosh, this is what Randy said was going to happen. This is what Randy said was going to happen. And I said, Horace, 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 my boy. There's only one way this ends, Hori. Just let us in the loading dock, Horace. Then we'll know what's in there, and it'll be fine. And I remember you took him aside and whispered something to him. I couldn't hear what you said. Look, where threats don't work, sometimes I find a small pouch of doubloons can do the talking. Oh! So I did offer him $20,000. Yeah, which, shout out Horace, he didn't take it. Stupid, stupid man. That's a lot of money, yeah. Horace. That's more than you make yeah. probably in a year working at the Best Buy, by the way, I happen to know. And I just want to say right now, Randy, uh, well done. You've trained your, your litter of puppies quite well because he, uh, he said he wouldn't let us in the uh, loading dock. And of course, at this point, we knew that the loading dock door was locked because we had tested it once or twice already. And um, I want to just say, Horace, if you knew what was good for you, this all could have been avoided. Yeah, it really could have. He forced our hand. He did chose the way of pain. Therefore, I yelled. I heard that Randy left a Cybertruck in the loading dock. You could hear a pin drop. The dad spun on the spot. I said, yeah, you know, unfortunately, Horace won't let us see the Cybertruck. And Horace was saying, there's no Cybertruck. There's no Cybertruck. And, uh, <laughs> well, Horace, you got what you asked for. Yeah, you did. The dads rushed it. Clawing, grasping, trampling, fedoras flying, heads gleaming. There was a few people, you know, pushed to the ground. I think they're okay. And, you know, even more 
Kevin got in the spirit. He got that Bluetooth speaker to pair with his phone. He started playing Uptown Funk. That sort of got us into a rhythm of barging. It was a beautiful throng. It was like 40 dads moving as one, just pushing and pulling and pulsing and throbbing and banging. And I saw at one point you had a Sonos soundbar sort of trying to pry the door open from the bottom. Yeah. I was trying to use my phone. I was trying to read an article on the NewYorkTimes.com so that my phone will get hot. And then I was going to try to use it to melt the hinges off the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Jedi. Yeah, like a Jedi. Yeah. Exactly. Darby was still waiting to pay and he was just kind of standing around waiting at the register, but all the employees were sort of trying to defend the loading dock. But defenders, they might, Tim... They were missing the one ingredient that could have saved them. Randy. Randy. Yeah, because at the end of the day, here's the thing. Shout out the Bed Bath & Beyond. Shout out Power Structures. You see what, God forbid, God forbid, if anything were ever to happen to Randy, oh, man. Oh, Oh, horrible to think Mm. about. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, if it weren't for Randy, I mean, shout out Death of S. It's a viper pit in that Best Buy. I mean, Horace is technically the second in command, but you could tell, um, what's his name, the the really skinny bald guy who works there? Um, Aaron. Wendell. Wendell, right, Wendell. Aaron's the short guy. Wendell was just, like, undermining him the whole time. I mean, that's part of why we could get in there is Horace kept trying to say like, hey, put that down. And Wendell will be like, well, I don't think it's okay if they look at it. You know, he's just trying to undermine that power because he sees this Mm. vacuum. And meanwhile, you've got Aaron going around just being like, well, you know, I could probably talk another $5 off for you. You know, if you check out at my counter, I could probably uh, sign you up for the Best Buy uh, credit card and get you a deal. So they just had no unified defense against the fathers. I mean, they were all shouting out different orders. Horace was saying, you know, around the fathers, a perimeter create. And then Aaron was like, here, grab a soundbar, start whacking. And then meanwhile, Wendell was just like, well, let him in. Let's just see what happens. You know, it was just chaos. And um, Ted? Oh, Tim. We got in the loading dock. We did. We got in. The fathers were full from Thanksgiving. They used all of their body mass. Those hinges buckled. The door toppled backwards. And into the promised land, you and I did stride. What's so crazy about being in the loading dock tab was like, like on the one hand, it was not at all what I imagined. It was kind of just like a empty loading dock. But on the other hand, it was amazing. On one hand, it was a storage room with like boxes. Yeah. And on the other hand, it was the inverse. Yeah. It was the yang to the yin of the Best Buy because it was the Best Buy, but in boxes up against the wall stored and there was a there was a forklift. Marvin was excited about that. He was like, see, Tim, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm going to be driving. I said, Marvin, I know what his forklift looks like, idiot. And I just was beside myself. I mean, I was just running around opening boxes. Just Okay, so everyone's going to want to know, first of all, there was no sign of the will. No, Steve's will was not in there. So that's confirmed. No will. Uh, and uh, shout out Carlton. There were no trafficked people in there. No. Nice try. I mean, Carlton did take a couple dads home with him, but no, I don't think they yep. were trafficked. I mean, one of them said he was. I think he just wanted to hang out at Carlton's house and get a hot meal. That's most of them, to be perfectly honest. And shout out Carlton, actually. We didn't mention he was there, too. He's been kind of like doing unofficial security for the Best Buy for the last little while. Just keeping an eye, just, you know, just because of woke. Just in case they show up. So, yeah, I mean, look, Ted, I mean, I felt like the loading dock just vastly exceeded my wildest expectations, even though on the surface it was just a storage room, like you said. Well, some see a storage room and others see utopia. That's a great perspective. And unfortunately, most of the other dads didn't feel that way. We know this. Sometimes, uh, you know, a mob hangs by a 
thin thread. Well, and they got really PO'd. And they said, where's the Cybertruck? You know, at first I said, well, it's invisible. And then they said, well, we've already touched everything. We would have touched it. I just pointed at one of the other dads and I said, he said it. Right. Darby didn't like that. No, well, Darby was just trying to see if we needed to lift back. And Ted, this is why, <laughs> if I can just toot my own H here really quick. Please, toot away. This is why I feel so confident about my retaking the throne as king. Because what is being king about? You know, shout out Randy, by the way. Here's something a king never does. Leave his kingdom undefended. Yeah. In that moment, I saw this mob of dads. In each of their eyes, I saw a history. I saw divorce. I saw deception. I saw mm. abuse by sons. I saw, you know, humiliation by wife, boyfriends. Printers, so cracked screens. I saw, you know, having to defend the Star Wars Book of Boba Fett TV show online, even though you didn't understand it. I saw all those yeah. injustices in their eyes. In that moment, Ted, I honestly didn't even think when I said it, but as soon as I said it, I knew it was true. I said, there's no Cybertruck in this loading dock. Because this isn't the real loading dock. Yeah, it was sort of just a storage room. Yeah. Which does beg the question where the real loading dock is. You just saw that wash over the dads. They were just like, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I, and they said, well, mm. where's the real loading dock? And I said, I don't know. Then they started really tearing the place apart looking for the real loading dock. One of them got on the pitchfork and sort of drove it into the wall, I think, to see if there was like a false wall. One of them made a slide out of flat screen TVs and was sort of trying to roll someone else down it, but they didn't want to roll. Carlton was busy opening up all the boxes just to find any trafficked children. There was a game of bowling using the Amazon Alexa balls. There was a big argument broke out then because a couple of them were trying to do the episode one lightsaber fight with sound bars and there was a big fight about who got to be Qui-Gon. I thought Thomas did a good job of being Maul. He went psycho! Yeah, he really went nuts. He yeah, Tornado just, Thomas. I mean, I think something just cracked in him. I don't know what it was because yeah, he, he went Maul and he really did whack some of those dads with that sound bar. Pretty hard. Well, he's been out there a long time in that parking lot just staring this down. You know, I think it was snap time for old T. He has nothing. No, and he I think really you does, and I, Ted, yeah. at that point, it just became a little debased. It became a little undignified. Yeah, at that point, I was full. I was resassied. I honestly just felt a little too, like, I know where the secret loading dock is, but I just, I don't, like I said, I don't trust a lot of those Black Friday dads. No, fair weather. And it was really beautiful moment when we just, I don't know, I didn't even need to say anything to you. We just linked hands. I held your hand and we walked out. Yeah. Sort of slow motion yeah. through the carnage. I didn't even worry about getting hit by the Alexas flying through the air or the Beats by Dre. It was just you and me. Yeah. Grabbing stuff on our way out. Yeah, we did grab a few things. I got an iPad. I got a Roku stick. I got a Dyson. I got a bunch of Lego sets. Mm. Just Christmas gifts for Marvin. You know, it's easy, easy. Don't have to get him anything later. And just, um... Just walked off into the sunset. Just walked right out. Yeah. yeah. And shout out Darby. Thanks for giving us the ride. He said, where's Marvin? We said, well, he didn't make it. He said he died. And we said, well, I don't know. And we um, went home to Casa del Padres. Well, we went to Dairy Queen and Kyle picked you up in the Dairy Queen parking lot. Yeah. Shout out DQ. I needed that. Yeah. So that was our Black Friday. Oh, and Horace got fired. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Randy, shout out Horace. Absolutely. Fired his A, just, just, hu and humiliated him. I did hear that Monday when Randy was back, there was quite the searing ceremony out front of the Best Buy where he sort of stripped Horace of his honors and officially named Wendell as his replacement. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Wendell. Good job. Uh, congratulations. And shout out Horace. 
Be nice to see you in the P-lot. Another parking lot. Dad gets his wings. And um, I think it was nice of us, Ted, you know, to go back to the parking lot on Monday night when he was just out there in his little camp chair with a with a blanket and a little a hot iPhone staring at the door, sitting there next to Thomas. And, I, you know, you and I went and took him some Mac Insider magazines. And, and I, I thought yeah, it was a nice yeah. gesture of like, hey, you know what? We're all friends here. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. welcome to the brotherhood. And um, I thought he was just very uncharitable with his response. Yeah, he did tell us to go f*** ourselves forever and get Yeah. Because he hates the f***ing looking out piece of face. I'd love to shove a HomePod up your If I could, I'd kill you ten times. Yeah, and so, welcome to the P-Lot. Horace, you're one of us now, so come in close, buddy, and we'll never let you go. This week's show, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of teptalk.com. I really enjoyed talking about iOS 17.3 today. Oh, well, by the way, folks, it goes without saying, we did not go undercover yet in the Petco parking lot because obviously the Black Friday situation, we got a little waylaid. But I thought it was a really great trial run of our peasant costumes. And um, honestly, Ted, I think it was best that we didn't go to the Petco on Black Friday just because Black Friday at Petco. Yeah, yeah, no, they bring out the real weirdos trying to get you know fish tank or terrarium deals salamanders flying yeah i just the smell would be off the charts uh, but i think we are well positioned for next week folks we're gonna be back next week with more news on our plan to retake the petco parking lot you know ted i wonder if some of those uh dads in the retaking of the best buy could be useful mercenaries well you know as i said before doubloons can talk if we yeah. could sort of band together a, a sort of a group of brigands and then offer them the right incentive, say a ride in a cyber truck that we'll definitely have one day. We could bend them to our will. We cannot rely on them. Therefore, we must use them only for certain maneuvers. You know, for cannon fodder, we're going to need some dads to fall in the line of fire. We do need a front line, yeah. We'll see you next week. Can't wait to see ya. Ted, we didn't even get to the Mac Rumors article on Apple's most questionable design decisions. Fi, fi, fi. It is disgusting. Fi on them. I'm so sorry. I don't go into an orphanage and say, oh, well, that one's got a wonky eye and that one's got a big head. Yeah, and this one's limping around and this one's called me a piece of sh- Like, I'm sorry, is the weird circular Mac Pro a little bit suggestive? Does it make you a little uncomfortable? Yeah, sure. I mean, is the touch bar useless? Yes, but you can touch it. You can touch it. You can touch it. And I touch it a lot. Just sliding it so back. You see it on that list by the Sliding it back.